Aren't you glad God is about having fun? Yeah. It's not quite my birthday. Um, it's close enough. So I, I just, I appreciate this. You know, it's kind of a little bit embarrassing, you know. Um, everybody has a birthday. Uh, but but uh, I just want to say that there, there is an opportunity to honor. And anytime honor is taking place, it's a God kind of a thing. And... Um, it's, you can sense a, a blessing whenever honor takes place. We can do that for each other all the time. So I receive it to, today in the name of the Lord <laughs> as a good thing for all of us, amen? And I just believe that that's what's going on. You know, I, uh, um, I like this mind stamping thing that's been going on. Anybody been, you know, we just came, <laughs> we, we just came through the, uh, um, the fasting time. And um, we uh, have declarations that we've been saying. How many have been saying the declarations with us on Sunday mornings? We've got some more here this morning. Uh, but how many have been taking those home and doing them during the week at all? I encourage you. My, my father put together some, well, probably my mom too. But they, they, they put together a, a collection of declarations that... Um, I really believe this is what I had in, in college. In college, I was an overachiever. Any, anybody an underachiever? If, if I achieve something, I feel like I overachieved. <laughs> but but I, I'm thankful that you can. I, I'm thankful that you can do way beyond. Um, and you know, I've, I've been declaring that over myself. You know, that it says, you know, that, that God's going to take things that will confound the wise. And, and he will do things that you would not expect out of somebody. And I'm thankful that I'm not restricted to the expectations of somebody else over my life. Isn't that good? Because God has declared some other things. But if I'm going to get in line with that, I'm going to have to do a little bit of transformation that has to go through my mind for it to take place. Amen? And so... I encourage you, in, in, in the church app, on the, if you go down and hit that little menu at the bottom right-hand corner, there's, there's a thing called uh, declarations. Um, and that is the collection of declarations that I've been using for a long time, and I still do. I, uh, you know, when, when, when David says he's hungry for the word, he, 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 he considers it to be so valuable above other things in his life. You know, it's, it's better than honey, and it's better than all these kinds of things. What is that stuff? It, it's, it's getting your mind in line with what God says. And I like, just, I like just going through those declarations. I'll say them as fast as I can. But I'll, you, did you know your mind is really fast? Your mind is, is amazingly fast. I, I've taken some like reading, uh, speed reading courses. and You know, when you just glance at a page, your mind is taking the whole page in. You know, even though you're not, not consciously doing it, your mind, your mind's really amazing. And, and if you kind of let it do what it's made to do, it will help you. <laughs> and so the, what, these, what, what the word of God, uh, especially when you declare it over yourself, what it's doing, it's allowing your mind to come in line with what God says. And it's not that you're trying to make something happen. You know, I think, I think a lot of times we're trying to feel like we have to have some results right now. But when you just allow your mind to be in line with God's, and if you do all those declarations, it might take 15 minutes. Anybody go through the whole thing? I don't time myself, but I know it takes a little bit of time. And um, 
I find out when I get to the end of it, my mind is already feeling an adjustment. I'm already feeling an effect. Because when you're just going through the day and allow your mind to, because you're thinking something all the time anyhow. So might as well let it get hooked up with what God says about you. And just the acknowledging of that. I don't lack for anything. Spirit of truth abides in me and teaches me all things. And you don't go back and say, well, is that really true based upon what I think about it? No, you just say yes, that's what it says. And you get used to doing that and you'll find that you'll start acting like you've been thinking. And you'll be able to actually be what you already are just because you've allowed your mind to come in in, in line with it. Amen? So I encourage you to keep doing that. We, we've... Um, you know, we're, we're utilizing the, the church app for a lot of things. It's also on the church website, our, our, our daily Bible reading. I encourage you to do that also. Um, we're just going to go through the New Testament. It's going to be just during the days of the week. Um, there's a little blog format that's on the, on the church app. If you look down at the bottom, it's on that. There's a little tab there for it, reading. And uh, it'll take you right to this, uh, this location where you can read it. And if you hit comments up at the top it's in green I believe it'll it'll open up a comment window down at the bottom and I'm trying to do it faithfully myself but I encourage you get involved with interacting how many liked the candy this morning thank you that was that was a cool idea Lindsay wasn't that good because you know what we're we, we have to be connecting we have to be involved we can't just let the stuff pass us by and uh, man this is really strong on my heart uh, that, that we have to get connected to the heart of God. It's not enough to just know he's there. It's not enough to just magnify him. We have to get in it. We have to be connected to what God's doing. Amen? And so uh, I'm going to continue on this just a little bit uh, more here today, and I don't know how much longer. I kind of keep going as long as I feel God's prompting us this way. Um, but how many know it doesn't, it doesn't really matter how good your widget is if you can't get anybody to use it. You know? Remember, remember when, when um, Apple came out? Uh, actually, I was a worship leader out in, my, my first time I was a worship leader was out in, in California. The church I went to, they had one of those little monochrome, you know, black and white. Um, I think it was a Macintosh. Uh, do you remember that? And the worship leader that was before me had, I mean, it's like the first ones they came out with. I don't know if you remember that or not. Remember they had a little guy with a hat on, you know, and, and um, uh, <laughs> um, they, they actually had a little music scoring program on that thing. It was black and white, and I actually scored some music on that thing. It was kind of cool. But if you go back and, and, and you, um, and you, you, Read the story about how that, you know, Mac, I mean, it's the biggest computer uh, company in the world now, I believe, isn't it? I mean, there might be some other th things that are combined with something else, but I mean, it, probably the iPhone has been a big reason for that. But um, how it really was able to take off was it had a guy that was a geek on the coding side, but it wasn't enough for there to just be some nice product. It took somebody to get it to the people and to make sure it was in a format and in a way that people would actually use, right? 
So Steve Jobs, I mean, I'm, he, I'm sure he's brilliant, but the reason why he was so important is he took something that was valuable and made sure everybody found out about it. Amen? <laughs> so it's very true. You can have the very best thing, and until you get it out there, and what is the, what is the most effective thing that has caused you to like an iPhone or whatever phone it is that you like? You saw somebody using it. Isn't that usually what happens? Think, wow, that's cool. I have to have that now. <laughs> so, so when we were up in Ohio, I was working at the church, and man, my wife's trying to get me to get one of these, these newfangled phones. We didn't even have smartphones yet. They were just, um, they, were, they were those flip phones, you know. And I thought, why would I want somebody to bother me while I'm trying to do something, you know? It's like, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. I want to be all alone. But, but, but I moved down here ahead of her. She, she's still up in Ohio. And it's like, all of a sudden, you know what? Oh, you can talk to your wife like right now if you want to. And I'm not doing other stuff that's going to keep me from it. So all of a sudden, I have to have a phone. And then I find out. When I first came down here, I'm kind of going on. This, this is kind of fun, though, isn't it? All right. <laughs> so when I first came down here, they had these, oh, what were those? Maps go. Anybody familiar with the Maps go? You know, it, 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 puts, it puts the whole region on these little grids. And then you, um, you, can, you can find out, you can look up your address, and it puts you in a grid, and that's a page. And um, so you can find yourself on that page. And so I started doing this stuff where I had to travel all over, all over Austin and all over the place. And um, I don't know if you know about Austin, though. Sometimes right here on the map, looks like it's only right there that you got to go to get to it. <laughs> have fun with that. Right. You're going to have to go all the way around, you know, and I'm trying to do it while I'm balancing the maps go in my lap, you know, and, and, uh, and, and then, then you figure out where you got to go and it's over here on this page and then you got to say, oh, but I'm over on this page. So you got to navigate through all the pages and finally you get to where you're going and you do that all day long and you get home and you just want to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Anybody, am I, is this just my testimony or? <laughs> this isn't one of those kind of testimonies that you overcome with. It's <laughs> one of the, you kind of feel bad about. But what happened with GPS? Man, you can do everything else that you need to do while you're driving. And, and the little lady just gets on there and says in a really sweet voice where you're supposed to go next. And, you know, and it's just like having your wife there with you. <laughs> it's heaven. It's heaven. <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, why do you even use that thing? Is because somebody told you about it. And you found out that you have to have it in order to function. In a certain way. Is that right? right. <laughs> so, man, I'm relating this to, to what we have. Um, 
You know, we've kind of had a theme going on this morning already. I think Lindsay even started off with it about, you know, uh, ha- having to let go of, of what we feel about something, you know, and, and actually receive. We sang this song, Surrender, this morning. What are you giving up? You know, what are we surrendering? Well, you're surrendering a MAPSCO, you know, for a, for a, for a GPS. And really, you know, so many times we're so used to hanging on to something that, we, that we're comfortable with. And we don't know the treasure that we've been given. And, and man, I, I, I'm, I'm get. don't you like it when you start to find out about something and you realize how much more you have to know or you can know? And man, I, you know, I, my dad's a pastor. I don't remember getting saved. I don't remember getting filled with the Holy Ghost. But so I've been living this my whole life and doing those confessions and everything. And you know what? It's just like you're just getting started because what we've been given in Christ is so much deeper than we can even begin to realize right now. Amen. It's a treasure of everything else that we could value in life. Just give it all up for this. Amen? But until we know that, until we appreciate it, until we're using it, until it's navigating us to somewhere, we're just caught up with all the other junk. So what I'm going to look at today, and you guys can go ahead and pull that up on, on the bottom anyway. Um, um, you really know when you've gotten connected with something when you start sharing it with somebody else. You know? You really know when you're an iPhone geek when you try to tell somebody else how wonderful it is. Right? And you know, I, I've got this. I've got this little watch. I didn't think, I didn't think I'd ever get one of these either. And it was Valentine's Day. I think it was a couple of years ago. And of course, they always have to run these specials. You know, you get an extra one if you get one. You know, because it's Valentine's Day. So you you kind of get. I, I thought I don't need all that stuff. And then you start finding all the stuff it does, and they keep adding more stuff. You know. Um. And somebody was asking me about it, and I said. And I found myself glorifying this stupid watch. Yeah, and then it does this and then, and then it does this. And it's like, wow, I'm sharing about my watch. <laughs> Why? Because I, I've, I've experienced it. I'm hooked. I'm connected to my iWatch. Is that what it is? No, it's an Apple Watch. Okay. They're usually eyes, you know. <laughs> Everything's an eye. <laughs> so you can think about yourself, I guess. That's what it is. It's all about me. Okay. Um, but you know you've really been connected. You, you're not really there until it's something you want to share. Can you see this? And so we've been, we've been, we started on this emphasizing that you will never get to your full potential until you're connected to the body of Christ. And to the heart of God, because you can't do what your potential is without somebody else being connected to you and you being connected to them, right? So a lot of this that we've been looking at to this point, though, has been about me. It's the iPhone, 
That's the I God. It's the it's the I Christian or whatever you know whatever we are. <laughs> Even connecting to God, it is so much about me. It's so much about me. But you know that you've gotten there when it's not about you anymore. It's about who you're going to share it with. And actually, you know, we've talked about this already. But Jesus, we were <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about abiding in him you have to abide in the vine and you know you're abiding in the vine when there is fruit that's being born and we're going to kind of look at what some of this fruit is because I think we really need to to, God's talking to me it's like this is you I know you're going to be preaching this this morning Pastor Stephen he didn't call me Pastor Stephen but but (laughs) I just said that because well anyway but this is for me We don't just look at ourselves and tell everybody else who we are based upon who we've been. We look at ourselves in the word of God and find out who we've been made to be. And then we have to start declaring that. Amen? And I I don't get to be shy me anymore. Did you know that I'm really shy? I really am. I'm really, really shy. (laughs) My sister tried to get me to just get up and sing in church, and I just told her no. <laughs> That's a little kid. <laughs> but I found that when God starts tapping into what he's put in there, he sees something different in us than we see. He sees a potential in us that requires our submission. I surrender. What are we surrendering? Who we are. Amen? And our will. So, so when, when he says, you've become connected to me, what are we connected to? We're connected to his heart. What is his heart? So we'll, we'll look at this. It's being sent is going to be connecting the world to God's heart. Now what we've been when you've really found out who you are, you've gotten connected to the vine. Now, his blood's flowing through your veins. His passion's coming out in your heart. And what is his passion? Man, I'll tell you what. He values each one of us so very highly that he gave his son to put a widget inside of us. Amen? To put, to provide that for everybody that's alive today, all across this world. He's provided the very best thing that they will ever discover in this life. Amen? But it's not enough to just have it there available. If you're still using a Masco, you're not getting the benefit of the GPS. So, the Father, and so we're going to look, at this is God's heart, this is the Father's heart for us. It originated with him. Because what happened? He's seeing everybody on earth that he wants to fellowship with, and he knows that, here's the wonderful thing about the grace of God, he's not wanting to condemn us to help us. He's never going to say what's wrong to show us what we need to do to get better. He shows us what's right. 
He makes us the righteousness of God in Christ. So he can lead us into our fulfilled purpose by who he's already made us to be. And he's provided that for everybody. You would think that would be a pretty hunky-dory thing that we could just kind of make iPhone and everything else look like nothing, wouldn't you? <laughs> and that's the reality of it. What we've been given in Christ is so much better than anything else anybody's ever had. So what's keeping them from it? What's keeping them from it? Just knowing. Amen? How do I find out? How do I discover something new about God? I, I find it in him. Amen? I discover it in somebody sharing it in a way that's fresh and new to me. Amen? But God doesn't just look at it like an optional thing. He says, if I put this inside of you, I sent my son to become a marketer of my life to you. Amen? I sent my son for you. And we're going to find out that this is his plan. This is his plan for the world to know is for there to be somebody saying, man, I like what you're using right there. I'd like to have that for myself. <laughs> That's the best marketing. You know, all the, all the advertisements, you know, the Macintosh advertisements and everything else, the, the biggest marketing impact is the exponential growth that takes place when somebody's been changed by something. Amen? First of all, it's obvious in their life. It's changed their life. And then it comes out of their mouth. You ask me about my Apple Watch? I just can't help but tell you. It tracks my sleep and confirms my wife's suspicions. I don't have enough sleep. I wake up in the morning and says, hi, this is your pillow app. You only got four hours of sleep, and it really wasn't very good. It's like, well, I don't know what we're going to do about that, but, but now I know. So. <laughs> so let's just look at some passages. We'll just look at what Jesus says about this, because this is really his heart. We're wanting to connect with him. How many want to connect with Jesus? Where are, the, where are the choir? I know we're talking to the choir mostly here today. Amen? But when you're talking to the choir, what are you doing? You're, you're getting them ready for a performance, aren't you? Ah, that just came to me. That was kind of good, right? So, <laughs> so there's a reason why we're the choirs, because we're going to go sing, right? We're going to do something with what we've been given. <laughs> All right. Uh, so life is like no other. It is for the whole world. John 3.16, how many is, we don't see this in the end zones as much as we used to right now, right? Because uh, somebody woke up somewhere, I guess, <laughs> or they think they did. Um, for God so loved the world. What did he love? The world. Aren't you glad that you are a part of the world? But he didn't just love me. He loved the whole world. When God was sending Jesus, he was not just, he was seeing every individual, but his marketing idea was the world. Amen? It wasn't just confined to one thing. 
His passion is just as much for somebody in the Ukraine, in, 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 in the north of Russia, South America, wherever on the globe, that, that wonderful, precious little person that doesn't feel like it matters if they're even alive. God Love them so much that he sent Jesus. He sent. He did something about it. He said, I got to make it known for them that I love them. Amen? That whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This life that Jesus came to give us, it's like nothing else. We get all these other, how many get... Man, I'm always getting some kind of email about if I just do this. It keeps telling me that I don't have to work out anymore. <laughs> you know, if, if, I just, if I just buy their thing and get connected with what their idea is about something, I, I can just give up everything else I've been doing. Phew, that sounds like a good idea. But God comes along with the real thing and says, you know what, I've came, I came to give you life. And it's, not, it's, it's life that doesn't stop now. It frees you from all the fears of this life by letting you know that your life is going to keep going after this. Isn't that good? Amen? But what has to happen? Whoever believes. So it, it's not enough to, just for them to hear. They actually have to believe. What does it take for somebody to believe? They do need to hear, but they need to be convinced by a demonstration too, don't they? They need to see some power, don't they? They need to see some legitimacy. Amen? And that's part of his plan. He said, I'm going to make new creations. And wherever they go, they're going to smell like they know me. Let's keep going. So this is, this is God's, what he's wanting to give us is life. Sounds kind of basic, doesn't it? But it is all entailing. And it starts right now. Isn't that great? You don't have to wait. You know, sometimes I've, I feel like even in religion, sometimes we're, we're, we're said, you know what? Uh, you're going to get saved and you're going to get to go to heaven, but you're going to have to suffer until then. And you know what? There is suffering that we go through. But, but Christ says, I'm going to help you. to. Even if you go through something, you're going to be victorious in it. He even told his father that in this passage we're going to look at. He even told his father, he said, I, I don't ask that you take them out of the world. I just want you to be victor with them to be, be victorious while they're here on the earth. You know what? That's a good thing. It's not bad to be in a battle. Just knowing you're winning. Amen? Yeah. Knowing that you're the victor. victor. It's, it's actually, you know what? These football players, you know, that just got done. They, they couldn't have won the Super Bowl if they hadn't had to battle. <laughs> you have to go against something. Amen? But he said, I want you to have life. And Jesus said, oh, man, let's just look here some more. Jesus said, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, here's, here's part of the, the, the deception of this. It's kind of like me with my, my phone and my wife. It's like I thought I was going to have to give up something if I got a phone. <laughs> Jesus comes to give us life and life abundantly, and we think we're going to have to give up something? That's the deception. People think, well, you're, you're, you're saying that if, if I accept Christ, 
I'm going to have to give up this. And if you only knew what the comparison really is, amen? I think that's kind of what Jesus is saying here. He's saying, you know what? All this other stuff, the enemy's only coming to steal and to kill and destroy you. That thing that you think is so valuable is actually taken away from your life. It's, it's not providing life. You, you, you are, you're being gratified by it, but it's keeping you from real life. <laughs> he says, I have come that they might have life. That they might have it more abundantly. So that means it doesn't matter. This happens right now. Amen. This is abundance of life. And you know what? We can kind of say, well, we all have our own opinion of what abundance of life is. But I'll tell you what. We don't have a clue what, what his fullness is. This is what we find out in him. Amen. All right. Are you doing good? All right, aren't you excited about this? I'm just thrilled. All right, Matthew 9, 37. So it's available to all, but we're in need of knowing. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous. When is he saying this? He had just been going around and healing everybody. And everybody was really blessed by his ministry. But he looked out and he saw like, like fields that were ripe to be harvested. He saw that it was still, there was still such a great need for what he had. And what did he say? He didn't say, if I can just touch everybody personally. If I can just go out and touch everybody personally. What did he say? Well, let's find out what he said. Okay. I know I've got you right. You're saying, what did he say? What did he say? Therefore... Pray the Lord of the harvest to do what? Send, send, send. So we, we got a word here. What, 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 uh, what did God love so, he loved the world so much that he did what? He sent, right? And so Jesus is saying, okay, there's, there's a need for people to know about this. There's a need for people to get connected to God. So how is that going to happen? There's going to need to be some sending going on. There's going to need to be some sending. But it's not enough to just send. You have to have somebody actually go, right? <laughs> okay. So, so this, is, this is God's plan for the dispension of his life. Okay, we, can, we, we, we have to admit, man, this is, a, this is something that God, I'm going to give my life to the world. But how are they going to be changed? There has to be some sending going on. So, with connection, there will be a commission. We want to get connected to the heart of God. We want salvation. How many want salvation? I want the fullness of salvation. You know what I love about salvation? It didn't just happen a long time ago. It's today. It's every aspect of my life today. Amen. It's saving me from anything that looks like it's ominous. <laughs> Amen. It's making me separate from fear and terror. Right? And that's, that's now. That's salvation for now. Amen. But as soon as I get connected to it, I can't help but become a part of its sending also. 
Do we, man, we have to embrace this, amen? When we're we're praying to God, I surrender, I surrender, what he's saying, okay, let's go. (laughs) Right? If we're surrendering, what are we surrendering to? His heart, his passion. He says, I have this life for people that they are not going to know unless you go. Amen? So Jesus in, in John 17, man, remember, remember this is where we got into this in the first place. He's praying that we would be connected to the Father, that we would be connected with him, that we would be so one that the world would know. Amen? But look what it says here. I think this is really cool. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Huh. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself. Now, this is something that I thought was really interesting in this, is it's not enough to just be sent. There has to be some personal accountability to how I'm living my life. Because it's really hard to sell something that you're not living. (laughs) Amen? And Jesus even says this. He said, I sanctified myself to fulfill my sending, my having been sent. Can you see that? For their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Oh, I'm thankful for the truth that comes to me. Amen? Oh, let's keep reading a little bit. I do not pray for these alone, and this is the wonderful part. You know, there's a reason why each one of us are sitting here today is because somebody was sent and somebody went when they were. Amen? We're not here just because we're so wonderful and we just, you know, a little light shone out of heaven and we fell off our horse and we we don't all get to be Paul's, right? (laughs) But, But somebody was sent. Aren't you grateful for that? Amen? He says, I do not pray for these alone, but I also pray for those who will believe in me through their word. Oh, so you have something to say. You have something to say. So uh, I'm just shy. Uh, I'll just pray that they'll hear. I'll just pray that there will be a, a divine appointment that somebody will speak into their life. <laughs> Too late. God's already prayed. Jesus already prayed for you that it would be through your word. Amen? <laughs> that they, let, let's see, that they may be one. Let's see, let's go back here. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. And they also may be one in us that what? The world may believe that you sent me. Isn't that interesting? The world's not gonna believe that God sent Jesus unless we go. That's a pretty good marketing scheme, isn't it? Amen? And you know what? All it takes is obedience on a small level. We don't have to we don't have to get a big bullhorn and go out on the corner. You know? 
We just need to, it, it, it's, it's kind of like Jesus in abiding in the vine. You cannot help but bear fruit. Some, it's like my, my wife was telling me a story. Um, her and Paula, I guess, were, were in, in the, the Bible bookstore. And they were, just, they were just talking. They were just praising God together. And somebody overheard them and started breaking down and confessing and, and, and saying, I have to have God. You know what? You do not have to be anything other than real. You don't have to be any, but be, being real is required. <laughs> you get connected to God, and another part of your awareness and willingness will be sharingness. <laughs> because it's not, a connection is not just for you. A connection is a necessity for somebody else. And you, in your world, it might not be Africa. It might not be, you know, the Ukraine. It might not be, might not be some exotic place, but it's a place that only you get to touch. And if you don't touch it, it may never get touched. Right. Amen? Amen? So when it comes to connection, this is not just about me connecting. It's about somebody else getting to connect with something that's already been provided for them. Yes. Amen? Amen? Don't you like Jesus' passion? Don't you like our Father God's passion for us and his plan? Amen? Isn't it a good thing? Man, we can hook up with this. Amen. We can be a part of it. Amen? Yes. And you know, God will take us where we're at right now. I'm so grateful for this. It's like, we don't have to come up with the, with the great solution, you know. And we don't have to become like somebody else. And, you know, I had somebody prophesy over me and told me that I was going to be like uh, Schombach. Anybody hear of Schombach? R.W. Schombach. Whatever it is. Schombach. Man, he's a screaming preacher. I kind of got a little bit loud already today, I guess, but, but I, don't, I don't think, did anybody get reminded of R.W. Schambach when I was preaching? I don't think so, you know, and so, I, you know, I'm kind of, somebody prophesied over me when I was a kid, said I was going to be like my dad, and I'm thinking, uh, uh, my dad's wonderful, but you know how it is, you know, it's like you don't want to be that. And God says, you know, just get somebody else out of your, your image and just start looking at me. And I'll let you be who I've made you to be. Amen? Amen? And it'll sound like you. Oh, isn't that a relief? It's like you don't have to get in the mirror and start trying to shout at yourself or something. You know, you, 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 just, you just get it connected to God and he will start, you will start. Be, what, what did he say? That the greatest in the kingdom is who? It's a servant, right? It's a servant. And all we're doing is just serving his heart. And you know what is so, so wonderful about this? Is that most of the issues that we have in our own life will be cared for much better when we're seeking first the kingdom. Right. Didn't Jesus say that? Right. He says, seek ye first the kingdom. And all these other things will just be added to you. Amen? Yeah. So much of what we're uh, uh, is, is an issue in our life is just what we're focused on. You know what? I heard somebody, well, <laughs> some of the, uh, I'll let you fill in the blanks, but some, I heard some, uh, a famous person say that some of the issues that are going on that are major ones, social issues, said the main reason they're social issues is because you're talking about them. Because they're in your focus. 
And many of the issues in our life are as big as they are because we're talking about them. And if you would get your eyes on the kingdom, on the Father's heart, and let it become something big that you're pursuing, amen, then the other things would follow. Kind of sounds like a promise. It's not me coming up with something. I'm just kind of sharing the the promise. Amen? (laughs) So, so this is right before he's, this this is right before he's taken off. Man, they're putting the, <laughs> just, just, just a side note real quick. I, I, I got a couple of these videos, like, of, you know, on Facebook, how, they, how they'll, you'll automatically get some kind of video or something. And I was watching this one, and it looked like, it, 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 said, it said, airline lands on the, on the beach with a, with a, a blown motor. And you're watching this, and man, it looks real. It's, it's, it's in South America, and this, this airline has, a, has an engine that's burning up, and it, and it keeps going and almost landing on the beach. And, and, and after a while, I think, that's not what I think it is. Somebody's pulling my chain. I just saw another one. They had these guys that were on these lifeboats, and they and, and all of a sudden they said they they got these jetpacks on them now, and and they they show the guy rising up out of the lifeboat on his jetpack and landing on the deck of a ship, you know, and and they showed all these different angles, and I'm thinking, this isn't what I think it is. Somebody's pulling my chain. And you know what? I think most of what's going on in our world right now isn't what we think it is. It's just somebody pulling our chain. It's somebody that's really good with some graphics. And it's saying, this is how it is. And God's saying, I have the real thing. I have life that's abundant and real. And if you'll just seek it, you won't get hornswoggled and your chain pulled all over the place. <laughs> Amen? said, I have the real deal. So Jesus, it's right before he... <laughs> Okay, this is how I thought of that. I thought jetpack. All right, that's pretty bad, isn't it? I said Jesus is taking off into heaven. Okay, <laughs> that's what reminded me of that. Okay, can you forgive me for that, real quick? Okay, <laughs> that is kind of funny, though, isn't it? All right, um, <clears throat> but it is. It, this is right before he's taken off, and what does he refer to? He says, "I'm going to." Give them something that's going to empower them so that when they do go, they're going to have confidence in something besides themselves. Amen? Because I don't know about you, but I don't have enough in me. In fact, (laughs) man, there's several references to this that when we're weak, then he's strong, right? When I can't, that's when he can But how does that work? And Jesus, here gives a real clue. He says, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And and I don't know about you, but sometimes I think, okay, you're talking about yourself and everything, and then you tell me to go. And here's the, here's the great part of this, is he's, does, he's gonna empower us. He says, I have all authority and I'm giving it to you. So that when you go, you go with authority. Oh, I'm telling you what. There's some transformation in our minds going on right now today. Each one of us. 
You know why I'm saying that to you? Because I'm experiencing it myself. God says we can. He says we are the ones. Amen? <laughs> Go, therefore, and do what? Not just get people to sign on a card. Ensure transformation. Ensure that they are living in the fullness of a life that's abundant. Amen? Isn't that good? Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always even to the end of the age. Don't you like that? He started it off with, I have all authority. He said, go into all the world. And then he said, ah, here's how we're going to make the connection because I am going with you. How many have ever had a problem with that though? You say, Jesus, I know you said you're with me, but mm, I'm not feeling it. Right? <laughs> Is that true? All right, we have an answer for all those that, that agreed with me there. Um, in Acts 1, and this is red letters, so this is Jesus talking here, and it's very important um, that we do not go in our own strengths. We don't go just because we've been told to go. We go because it's who we are. It's, we go because we've gotten, uh, I don't know if I, this is the right word, but we've gotten another gift that's enabled us to do this. And we have to rely upon this gift. We have to believe in this gift. Amen. He said to them, Acts 1, 7, it is not for you to know the times or season which the Father has put in his own authority. Why is he saying this? Because so much of the time, we want to get up, we want to get occupied with, is this the last days? What's going to happen? Was that really a fulfilled prophecy? And you know what? It's, it might be kind of nice to kind of do those things, but what's our mission? Finding out whether this is the end days? Well, I'm pretty sure it is. So let's just go ahead and do what we're supposed to do. Does this make sense? Because finding out whether or not this is a fulfilled this or that doesn't really do much for us if we're not fulfilling what we're here for. We've been called into the kingdom for such a time as this. For what? To go. <laughs> but you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be what? Witnesses. What's a witness? As somebody that saw something, that experienced some, something, that's wearing an Apple Watch. I'm a witness because I got it on my arm right now. What's a witness? Why did he give us the Holy Spirit? Because right now I can start speaking in another language that my mental realm does not, is not limited by. Right. I can tap in to that truth, to that presence of God. Now, you, it, it, this isn't just a magical thing that you just start doing that. No, it's by faith. But when I start praying, I experience the presence of Jesus. Amen? So that his, lo, I am with you all the way, even to the end of the world, becomes my experience and something I witness. Yes. Amen? Yes. 
so that when I'm going, I'm not just trying to remember what somebody told me to say somewhere. I'm sharing what I'm wearing. Wow, that just came out too. That's kind of good, right? I'm sharing what I'm, I'm sharing what's real to me right now. Because I, the Holy Spirit is in me, right? What's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? To make us more spiritual than somebody else? Or we, we've got something and, and we, everybody doesn't get it, but no. The whole purpose of the Holy Spirit is to reveal Jesus and to release his power for demonstration. Amen? Isn't this good? You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Because what is very important is when you show up to start telling somebody about abundance of life. That you can demonstrate it. Amen? Because what happens if I try to show you about my Apple Watch and I can't figure out how to get it to do anything? Say, I don't, I don't need that. I don't want to put any money into that. I don't want to surrender anything for that. That's what you're doing when you're surrendering, right? You're giving up something for something else, yeah. right? I don't want to do that. But if you can demonstrate it, if it's real in your life, why do we meditate on the word of God so that it's real in our life? Why do we pray in the Holy Ghost so that it becomes real in our life. Amen? So that we walk in the Spirit. That we aren't just fulfilling the lusts of the flesh like the world. You know, if you're going to the world trying to save them from the world and you're living in the world. They're going to say, you're just like me. Right. I don't need what you got. That's why Jesus said, I sanctify myself for you. Amen? Is this good? I want to challenge us. We got... We got um, because this is a big part, I think, of, of what God's given me, just this word of being connected about. Are we getting some good stuff from this, aren't we? Amen? Um, because I really feel like that, that we need to grow as a body. You know, it's evidence of health is growth. Amen? And I believe this is, this is a part of this. A lot of times we can, especially when we grow up in the church, we can get used to just letting the world go to hell, you know? You know what I mean? And God cares. He cares. And he doesn't, he, he actually, you know, if I tell my kid to take the trash out and they don't take the trash out, I care. If God tells us to go and we say, ah, I'll get to it, you think maybe he cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, I'm hearing myself say all this. Okay. Right? So, I want to challenge us. We have Easter coming up. This is the, the time of year when you can kind of persuade anybody to go. <laughs> hey, it's Easter. Let's be praying. Let's, you know, if we, it, it, all it takes is one person, you know. Man, just get out of your shell in the power of the Holy Spirit and say, come to church. Just invite somebody. Amen? Now, beyond that, let's use it as an opportunity to grow in, in sh just sharing Jesus. You know? So it, it can go beyond an invitation. 
You know, and maybe just a sharing of what he's done for you. Doesn't have to be a big deal. But this is how people change. They watch somebody using something and they say, I want that. Amen? Does the world see us using anything? <laughs> Are we witnesses? There's ways to become better at it if we're not yet. This is why we get full of the Holy Spirit. This is why we pray in the Holy Spirit. Because it takes us to a place that we're not. I don't want to stay where I'm at. Amen? I want to go to a deeper place. And so I'm going to have to say, okay, I'm going to do that. And, and also, I'm, I'm gonna, when, when I've been given some declarations to make, I'm going to allow those to be used. I'm not, this is not religion. This is not, this is not you do something and you become better. No, everything's by grace. But we've been given a gift and what are we doing with it? Amen? So, let's just go through. Uh, can we say some declarations real quick? Let's say this together. Because I have heard and received the truth of God's heart for me, I have abundant and eternal life in Christ. Man, we could just say that, for, just meditate on that for a while. I am without excuses for sharing this because I've got it too late, right? All right, let's do this next one, okay? As I have connected to his heart for me, I have also been sent to share his same passion for others. Oh, wow. There are many that I am uniquely equipped to tell of God's love for them. And they may never know unless I share. Jesus' gift of the Holy Spirit has empowered me to effectively share and demonstrate God's heart. Oh man, we are an empowered bunch today, aren't we? How many have the life of God in you? Hallelujah. Well, we can't help but share it, amen? Praise God. So let's plan on this. Let's start saying, God, show me who to invite on Easter, but you don't have to wait till then. Amen? Amen. This is a transformation of who we are from just possessors to sharers. Amen? Amen? 